Hello everyone, thank you for joining us tonight and welcome to our channel in ESCM, Enabling Supply Chain Management. And myself is Efrata, I will be the host tonight. Today we will talk about the integration, the foundation, the foundational rails for a digital supply chain. And today also we will have a special guest, uh, which is from Seaburger Singapore and he is a managing director and please welcome Mr. Gurudut PB and Mr. Gurudut thank already you. in here in our channel thank good evening you. Pak thank you very much thank you very much thank you yeah how are you today Pak Pak Guru I'm, I'm fine I'm fine I'm very excited to join this meeting and uh, I have been in uh, Jakarta since uh, 2002 and I'm really missing not going to Jakarta now but I hope I can come to Jakarta very soon yeah <laughs> yeah for a long time already yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's and, right. and everyone can call you Pak Guru yeah and yeah okay. <laughs> but I'm not a guru yeah <laughs> <laughs> because guru means in Indonesia is a teacher eh, <laughs> that's correct that's correct yeah 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 I saw you yeah. wearing batik tonight Pak yeah pa. I mean uh, I, I love batik and uh, I I uh, bought this in Serena Plaza okay. yeah? in uh, there's a very good batik store there and uh, I bought this in Serena Plaza because I like to stay in that area whenever I go to oh. Jakarta. Yeah. Okay, that's um, in the Jakarta, yeah, in the capital city of Indonesia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. Pak. Yeah. And yeah. Um, you. before we start, yeah, Pak Guru, um, as usually, we will wait our friend. Maybe um, some of them are late to come in this channel. So we play Menti Matter first. Yeah. So. Okay. Sure. Yeah, everyone who join this channel, we can do an interactive live. Yeah. So you can go to the menti.com www.menti.com and please put the code there 62470 and there is a questions one word about digital supply chain and then you can type it this is a live yeah live and then um, we can see what is the answer from you okay thank you um, please join us and go to the menti.com and then put the code there and then um, answer the questions we still wait ya pak maybe our friends still uh, open the website yeah one word about digital supply chain okay you can go to menti.com and then use code 62470 oh there's a one coming pak online <laughs> okay digital digital supply chain is online is it related pak guru yeah of course uh, everything is related these days life is online yeah hmm okay pak yeah sap Yes, SAP has been a very important uh, player in the mm. supply chain uh, okay. space. And uh, yeah, efficient, online, excellent, mm. ERP, internet, wonderful. Yes. Yeah, but I want to see some more, some more coming in, some more uh, mm. new responses. Yes, but 
So there's a. All of them are very much relevant. Supply, yes, yes. Okay. Demand, wonderful, yes. Yeah, ERP, supply, demand. ERP, mm. efficient, yes. Digital, supply chain. Demand, wonderful, wonderful, yes. Yeah. Internet, efficient, System. online. Covid nineteen, <laughs> Covid nineteen, ma. Oh, Covid nineteen, yes, yeah. very important. Mm. Yes, we will discuss that today. Yeah, okay. that is important, very important. Okay, yeah, talking about digital supply chain, maybe it's a yes. Yeah, it's a related to Covid nineteen as well, yeah, ma. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Okay, yes. yeah, system, system yes. is um. Uh, if uh, more than one people uh, typing the same word, it become bigger, pa. So in here, system oh, is, is uh, right? ah, yeah, okay. maybe more than Many one people. people. Are saying, oh, automated. Yes. Okay, okay, yeah. all right. System, okay. yeah. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. Uh, very good. Yeah, efficient, efficient, yeah, efficient. Efficient, Auto- yes. Automated, yeah. Oh. Automated, okay. Live. SAP, online, yes. COVID, demand, ERP, mm. internet, live. Okay, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's quite interesting. Logistics, okay. wonderful. Logistics, wonderful. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to see uh, some more. Uh, more integration. Money. Uh, some <laughs> Someone put money, ba? Is it related, ba? <laughs> money, of course. Everything is money. about money. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, very good. Collaboration. Huh? Wonderful live warehouse. Live okay. warehouse. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. Yeah. Money. Yeah. That's 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 good. That's very important. More integration. Yes. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. But... Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. More integration. Yes. L- live warehouse. Robotics. Yes. Yes. But... Yes. yes. I think I think I think uh, mm. many of these uh, topics are absolutely relevant to supply chain. Yeah, collaboration. And, uh, more so in the mm. context of digital, yeah, collaboration. Mm. Yes. Sir. More so in the context of digital supply chain, and uh, what is happening today in the world. You know, all of us are impacted very badly. Yes. By COVID, of course. Uh, you know, mm. organizations have to really kind of uh, keep going, and uh, they have to look at uh, making sure that their supply chain is efficient. Yeah? Yes, sir. And what happened tonight also, I'm in Bandung, Indonesia, and you are in Singapore, right? Yeah. But we are in the yes, same channel. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. We are in the same channel, correct? Yeah, and, uh, exactly. You know, it doesn't make a difference today because of internet where we are. Yes. And mm. actually, time zones. AI, wonderful. Somebody mm. said AI. AI, okay. Yeah. okay. okay. Agility. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we are slowly kind of getting mm. some very interesting ideas here. Solution. Mm. Somebody said solution. Agility, mm. yes, 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 yes. Yes. Fund. Okay. Mm. Okay. Funds. I guess they mean they mean funds, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Automated. Somebody said robotics. Yeah. Again, I think AI. AI is getting bigger. Mm. Financing. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yes. I can see Financing. more and more uh, people are looking at system efficient AI. Financing because the bigger the letters get, more people yes. are saying the same thing. Correct? Yes, correct. Man. Okay. Finance. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Financing. Efficiency get, yeah. is also getting to be a very interesting uh, requirement. Okay. Mm. And uh, somebody has said database as well. I can see. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And invoice. Somebody said invoice. If I'm right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. No? 
Oh, in yeah, okay. system. Yes. Yeah. Oh, now financing is getting bigger, right? So oh, more financing people. Financing is getting bigger. Yes. Yes. Mm. yes. Everyone is looking at financing. This is very good. Mm. Very good. Yeah. Okay. I think we are all on the same Fine. page. Everyone is thinking the same way. Integrated and precision. Mm. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And okay. technology. Yes. Technology is very important. Okay. Yeah. Let me Strategy. show the chat. Yeah. yeah. So we can. Fast response. We can see the. Um, okay. Uh, so let me show the chat in here. Good evening. So we can uh, say hello also, Pak. To yeah, of course. Hello, hello. Very, very nice to have you on this uh, meeting today. I know it mm. is uh, 7:30 or 7:45 in Jakarta yeah. on a Sunday, and you have made time for us to. Uh, meet you today, so thank you very much. Terima kasih. This from Philippines, Pak Claudine Fas. Hello oh, from Philippines. Hi, hi. Uh, what's what's the name of the person from Philippines? Claudine. Oh, Claudine. Hi. How are you? Thank you for joining us today. I mean, it's a it's a delight that you're joining us from Philippines. I hope you're keeping well and uh, that the situation is getting better. Right. Yes. Okay. So stay safe. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Thank I you. Think we are getting a lot of uh, interesting uh, ideas also coming up. So yeah. And they are also the... uh, Pak Yunas, Abi Prasetya, Pak Krisnov, Pak Dani, Fajaris, Selamat ah, Leo, okay. and Suryo Prasetya. Good evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Selamat malam, yeah. Thank, yeah. You, thank you very much for joining. Yeah. <laughs> okay, very yeah. Nice of you to. Yeah. Yeah, Pak. I think we can start. Yeah, it's already um, 10 minutes. We already playing this game, and okay. then we can start. Okay. And then good, good. So I think uh, yes. yeah, we can start. Wonderful. So yeah. uh, yes, and uh, I so will first of all explain maybe the yeah. the time for us. Uh, we will yeah. start with the presentation from Pak Guru, and after the presentation, then we 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 will we will continue with the question and answer. So uh, our friend in Indonesia, don't hesitate to ask in Indonesian. It's okay. I will translate it to Pak Guru because uh, Pak Guru can speak a little bit Indonesia. Maybe gado gado ya Pak ya. Sikit sikit ya ya. But uh, but uh, better I will translate to English. But if you can speak, uh, I mean chat in English, you can uh, write the questions in the chatting in the side of the channel. It's uh, still fine for us ya. Okay, uh, don't forget to uh, join us until the end of the session because this is a very interesting topic from Pak Guru from the perspective of digital supply chain which is uh, related with the COVID-19 and uh, some of you already write in the one word about digital supply chain. So, um, during the presentation, you can directly uh, chat your questions and then we can um, discuss it after the session. Okay, we can start with the uh, session from uh, Pak Guru. Uh, everyone, you can call Pak Guru. And uh, yes, thank you. Uh, yeah, I will prepare the presentation. And okay, uh, yeah, this is the presentation. Yeah, please, Pak Guru. Yeah, you can start. Okay, thank you very much, Pak. So first of all, again, thank you so much everyone for joining. I know this is a Sunday evening and uh, you have taken time out to uh, join this meeting. So I'm very, very grateful to you. So first of all, uh, 
uh, I think this is a very interesting topic, more so because of the current situation in the world. So we will try to uh, basically kind of address some topics that you are already maybe familiar with. And we will also discuss how some companies uh, are using, uh, you know, uh, technology in a very kind of uh, innovative manner uh, to achieve business benefits and overcome challenges. So we will discuss that as well. And we will also kind of try to kind of share some ideas and concepts. So uh, first of all, Seaburger is a is a company headquartered in Germany, and I think we have. Uh, close to about 12,000 customers globally. Uh, we have an OEM partnership with SAP, and I'm very pleased to inform you that in uh, Indonesia, we have got a customer base uh, in uh, Bank Mandiri, Bank BCA, and Bank Mega. And we have got in-country partners uh, in Indonesia who are very conversant with our technology and who have also been involved in implementing our technology. So. I'm very grateful for our partners in Indonesia who are also, I believe, uh, in this uh, meeting today. And of course, to part uh, Danny, uh, who has given us this opportunity to share our views on how integration uh, is the foundation rails for a digital supply chain. So in the next slide, uh, I am just kind of making a declaration, okay? So as Park Danny mentioned to you, I have a limited knowledge of uh, Bhasa, so I will be speaking uh, today in English. And uh, we have tried to kind of make the presentation uh, as uh, comfortable as possible for you to understand uh, in a very easy way. So my apologies for uh, in, uh, not being able to speak uh, and do the presentation in Bhasa. But my dear brother Danny is there, so he will be able to kind of uh, help out uh, as and when necessary. Okay, so I can uh, now tell you that supply chain is not really anything new. I think many of you are practicing supply chain uh, uh, professionals in some form or the other, but I can tell you that supply chain is there even in our house. Okay. So I think if you can just imagine uh, how the supply chain is there in our household also, you can say that supply chain is nothing very new. And obviously, uh, as you can see from the picture, right, the supply chain uh, involves many entities and uh, the supply chain is only as strong as the uh, each of the chain elements. And therefore, if there is an element in the supply chain which is weak, that actually impacts the entire supply chain. And that becomes even more important in today's context when we are talking about digital supply chains. Because I think uh, in the digital world, all of us are used to expecting reliability, availability, and uh, you know we, we we always have very little patience and we want to basically have almost everything at the touch of a button right as as, as good as a utility right so it's very important so we will discuss some of these topics uh, here yeah so as you will see in the following slide yeah well, yes, but pa, you want to say something yeah there's a uh, the picture is like a chain what is it pa? Yeah, pa. so this is a this is a picture uh, which is basically uh, as you can see from the picture. Okay, uh, this is a picture near 
uh, a, a very small town somewhere in Australia, mm-hmm. which is basically having a lot of uh, people who are making a living, uh, chari makan out of the sea, right? Seafood mm. and things oh. like this. Yeah. So, so they have actually put this uh, to actually convey mm. to the community as to how important it is for them to be together, right? Yeah. And how important it is uh, that each of them uh, basically kind of supports one another uh, to make sure that uh, you know their livelihood is not impacted mm. and that they can all have a comfortable life. Yeah. So these are two two elements of a chain, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Yeah, yeah chain yeah. is everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> chain is everywhere. Yes, okay. Yeah. Is everywhere. Okay, please. Yes, yes. Yeah. So so uh, basically, in the agenda today, uh, we will cover some of these topics. We will talk about trends and strategies. We will talk about scenarios and case studies, and we can talk a little bit about added value. So as you will see in the next slide, right? Uh, we are talking about what is digitalization. Okay, I think we should start there because there are many, many, many definitions of digitalization, right? Which can be sometimes confusing. So, for the purpose of this presentation, okay, we will understand uh, uh, that digitalization is the integration of digital technologies into everyday life by the digitization of everything that can be digitized, right? So. I think today uh, we are all, uh, you know, so very accustomed to doing banking online. We are doing communication online. Mail no longer mails post means postal mail. Whenever when we say mail, we we never say email now. We say, when we say mail, it automatically uh, means email, right? So there was a time some 10, 15, 20 years ago, we all used to say, oh, I will send you an email. But now we say, I will send you a mail. So I think everything is becoming digital and so is the supply chain. So just to kind of restate what we will uh, understand today, that digitalization is the integration of digital technologies into everyday life by the digitization of everything that can be digitized, right? So this is something that you know we are already doing. So as you will see in the following slide, right? We are talking about uh, some trends and uh, strategies, and this is uh, based on uh, uh, various uh, reputable sources. So as you can see, some of the sources are actually mentioned in the uh, in the slide. I hope you can see that it is from the German Logistic Association, right? So. The trends include, uh, you know, uh, digitizing business processes because there is cost pressure. I I, I know in the one word uh, game that we played, some people spoke about cost, and uh, of course there is customization that is required because it is not like a free size. Yeah, one one size doesn't fit all. So you need to really kind of take care to make sure that the supply chain is kind of designed to meet your requirement. Okay, so there's no free size as we can get in the clothes or uh, in any other, uh, uh, you know, uh, apparel and things like this. Yeah. So the other one is intricacy. Intricacy means details, right? I think you know you need to kind of really kind of understand the details and what, of course, the supply chain also does is kind of it brings in a lot of transparency because all the entities in a supply chain are kind of together, as you saw in the picture earlier. Where we had the picture of a chain, 
So they all kind of link to one another in some form or the other. So these are the trends that, uh, you know, uh, the German Logistic Association is seeing as areas of interest for their so-called members. And I'm sure some of these are actually quite relevant to uh, some of uh, the organizations in uh, ASEAN as well as in Indonesia. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we can see the next slide now where we are also seeing there's like innovative technology uh, concepts which are coming into picture. Okay. Then there are changes in the value chain. And then of course there are new and adapted business models that people are looking at. Okay. So I think, I think we are all very, very, very familiar with the sharing economy. Right. And I think uh, Indonesia is uh, one of the leaders in this region <laughs> in terms of the, uh, you know, startup ecosystem, as well as some very kind of uh, reputed uh, organizations like Gojek and so on, uh, who have actually kind of, you know, uh, introduced the sharing economy in a very big way in Indonesia. Yeah. So some of these concepts have also kind of influenced the supply chain uh, domain as well. So we will talk a little bit of that as well as we go forward. So uh, Park Denny, as you can see, the references is something that we need to scenarios and references is what we need to kind of talk about now. So would you like to say something, Park Denny? Hello? Uh, yes, pa, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I think you can continue, pa, and after that we can uh, have a discussion, yeah, pa. It's okay. okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fine. Okay, fine. Pa. Fine. So, so yeah, we yeah. can we can go to the next slide, the scenarios and uh, references now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pa. please, please, uh, please uh, take the scenario. The next slide. So as you can see, I mean, uh, you know, integration plays a very important uh, point. And I, I think in the game that we played, somebody spoke about integration as well. So we almost kind of take integration for granted, right? But uh, at, at the end of the day, I think uh, one of the things that we need to really kind of understand is that uh, in all the links uh, that you saw that are established through uh, in the chain, right those are the integration points okay so it is very very important therefore to address integration in a very very uh, you know uh, efficient manner to make sure that the supply chain is functioning okay as you expect it to function so if we are to look at the integration element okay in the logistics and supply chain uh, scenario okay we can we can identify four distinct areas right we can look at production logistics we can look at iot in logistics right we can look at warehousing in logistics and we can look at the distribution part in logistics so as you can see in the production uh, logistics quadrant right you have automation of processes speed and flexibility and integration and networking of internal uh, systems, which basically kind of get addressed, right? As far as IoT logistics is concerned, they enable real-time traceability via APIs, and they give you new insights and new services. So I'm sure you've heard of uh, some uh, offerings, uh, you know, 
which say that okay you know you can have a button on your washing machine and when you want to order uh you know a refill pack of the detergent you just kind of press the button there and then you know the refill pack of the detergent is going to be delivered to you right so you can well imagine the level of integration that happens to make that possible right of course we take it for granted as a consumer right i mean we we see that as a convenience and we get used to that kind of a uh, uh, lifestyle where we basically turn the switch on or we press a button and the service uh, or the product is kind of available at our doorstep but to make that happen okay there are a lot of integration uh, elements that need to be addressed right so i think you can see and uh, for those of us in this meeting today who are in the supply chain uh, business in terms of products are quite kind of uh, familiar with you know the challenges that that we experience both in terms of uh, you know integration uh, in the context of warehousing or in the context of distribution okay where you know there is a need to kind of address you know goods movement then there is a need to kind of uh, ensure uh, integrated logistics with end to end monitoring and so on and so forth so i think what we have today is basically something we are assuming right uh, and and i think going forward in the digital supply chain okay it will become more and more important that we basically address the integration aspect of uh that is involved in supply chains very very uh you know carefully uh because that is like a foundation of a building so the bis that you see in the middle uh in the red uh, circle right is basically a uh, integration uh, technology that is offered uh, by our company called c burger right and it stands for business integration suite or business integration software so you can go to our website and you can take a look at that more but i mean the, that is not the topic of today the topic of today is to basically talk about how organizations are basically kind of using technology to address integration both in the areas of uh, production warehousing and distribution and how they are basically even using new technologies uh, uh, relatively new technologies such as iot so in the next slide that uh, you will see okay this is a scenario of uh, integration in uh, production logistics so you can see a erp system you can see uh, you know there is a, a, a scheduling system right and then there is a picking system right and there is of course a dispositional system as well right so of course uh, you know all these systems have to be very carefully integrated to make sure that the whole business process okay of making let us say a delivery for want of a better word or making a delivery to a, a manufacturing uh, you know line right is happening in a very very kind of definitive manner so you can well imagine that if you are in a car manufacturing business right and uh, you you have the car ready to ship to the dealer right but then you suddenly realize that you have 20 cars okay and assuming five tires go into a car you need 100 tires but you are short of let's say uh, 30 tires right 
So what that really means is that you cannot ship that entire lot or you can do a partial shipment. But even in the partial shipment, you will see that you will be able to kind of uh, hold back a lot of cars uh, which cannot be delivered for want of tires. So if you can com compute the cost of tires vis-a-vis -vis the cost of the car, you can just imagine what is the kind of inventory cost that you are keeping, right? What you're incurring, right? So any, any company, any product company is looking at basically creating a product into cash as soon as possible, right? So the very fact that seven cars or eight cars could not be delivered right to the dealer on a uh, you know agreed uh, delivery schedule to an agreed delivery schedule means that the company is kind of losing money right and what happens what could happen if i am a customer who's very kind of uh, uh, you know uh, desperate to need a car because i want to give the car to my son or to my uh, partner or my uh, spouse I will not wait for the car, right? I will cancel the order and I will take a, uh, will go to another dealer from where I can get the car. So these are the kind of challenges that businesses kind of uh, experience. And I think it is very important therefore to really kind of address, you know, the, that, you know, in a production line, okay, we have all uh, elements kind of integrated in, in a manner which enable the production line to function in a desired manner or in the manner it is expected. So we can see the next slide now where you will see, okay, a case study where, you know, this company, which is, uh, you know, uh, basically kind of uh, producing, uh, you know, yogurt. I'm sorry, I cannot share the name of the company because of, uh, uh, you know, uh, confidentiality reasons, but I mean, you can see, uh, you know, that this can be a very uh, interesting global company, right? So as you can see, you know, uh, they are a dairy uh, product uh, producer, right? And uh, of course, you know, we are looking at, uh, you know, uh, consumer products with a perishable, uh, which are perishable, okay, which have a product life cycle, okay? And, uh, you know, they are like a multi-locational, uh, uh, so-called enterprise okay and as you can see you know they are actually uh, you know uh, using uh, web shops okay and they're using uh, technology to basically do integration to make sure that the manual processes that were there before are digitized and that they are able to kind of uh, transfer new products okay to the web shop and are enabled to do electronic order processing, right? So I, I hope you are able to see the the the, the screen uh, properly and that you're able to see the slide. Okay, I'm sure maybe at some stage, uh, uh, you know, ESCM is going to make available this for you in some form or the other. So uh, I think uh, this is a very interesting example. I think some of you who are in this, uh, uh, you know, uh, industry of uh, you know consumer product perishable product can probably identify okay the challenges that you basically kind of experience sometimes uh, if there is some link in your supply chain which is not kind of uh, performing uh, you know as you want right
I mean, it happens everywhere, right? It, uh, it's, it's very common. So there is, of course, technology that is available to kind of help you out. So we can see the next slide now, Pa. You can see here that in this, in this uh, example, right, we are talking about, uh, you know, uh, again, you know, we are talking about convenience uh, foods, right? Uh, so we are talking about, uh, you know, uh, this company wanting flexibility, this company wanting, uh, you know, safety and speed and processes, and they have a central transshipment point for all types of data and process, including uniform monitoring. So uh, they were they were actually, uh, you know, uh, looking to kind of uh, have this uh, to make sure that there is customer satisfaction, because if you and I are using a particular product from a particular store, I mean, our habit is to we, we go to the store and we basically kind of, you know, uh, go. To, we know where the particular product is placed. So we go there and we collect, put it in our shopping cart or on our basket and we take it to the, you know, cashier or, uh, you know, uh, to, to check out, right? When, uh, so I think it is very important for every store to really kind of understand that, uh, you know, products are there in the right quantity, available at the right time, regardless of the nature of product. And a lot of these stores are carrying, uh, you know, uh, produce uh, or product which has got some uh, uh, lifespan, right? I mean, for example, if you're looking at bread, if you're looking at some uh, consumable, consumable products, they all usually have some expiry dates. So they need to really kind of be very, very careful about what type of products they stock and what quantities they stock and that they should never have like uh, overstocking or understocking, right? So the shelf should never be empty because then they can lose the customer, right? So it is very important therefore to have, uh, you know, uh, this kind of capability where, you know, the, the, the time window, although it might be very short uh, from the time you order to the time to delivery, that is kind of maintained in a very kind of uh, proper manner. Yeah. So this is another uh, case study, right? So this is actually achieved through a combination of technologies, uh, as was mentioned before. So this is just uh, the next slide basically is giving you a pictographic view, okay, of how, you know, the, uh, the whole business process is working out between the retailer, the supplier, the ordering process, you know, uh, the order processing and the shipping. Okay. And as you can see from the, these are all very time critical and time sensitive, because as you saw from the other slide, we are talking about a very short window from the time of order to the time of delivery. Right. So it is very important therefore to really kind of uh, have uh, proper kind of integration between uh, internal systems and external uh, trading partners. Right so that there is always a very coordinated action and response to make sure that uh, the delivery is happening uh, at the right time in spite of the short lead time okay yeah so in the next slide as you can see i mean we are talking about uh, iot scenario i'm sure like this is going to be a very very important uh, aspect as we can see uh, already, uh, you know, uh, in, uh, in the context of the supply chain, okay, 
this has been already very very uh, extensively adopted in the oil and gas and petroleum uh, industries okay uh, and it is now kind of touching uh, other industry uh, sectors as well uh, other supply chains as well so i gave you the example of uh, you know uh, you being able to det order detergent for your uh, washing machine by the touch of a button right the same goes with uh, you know these appliances today so you have uh, your appliances which have sensors like a refrigerator has a sensor and uh, you know it is constantly kind of uh, giving out uh, uh, information uh, to the manufacturer who is basically processing that information and is able to kind of uh, call you and tell you that hey based on the data that uh, we have got from your uh, machine uh, from your refrigerator we think that your your uh, refrigerator may not function in two weeks time or two months time right so it is important for you to really kind of have a, a health check done for your for your refrigerator because suddenly your refrigerator may kind of stop working and all the uh, you know uh, uh, food element food items that you have stocked there they may all go bad so this can be a very serious uh, thing i mean you know if you have uh, you know a refrigerator which is not kind of functioning uh, and you have uh, you know like milk products and you have other products which need refrigerated environment uh, you know obviously like uh, they will have to be thrown out right and the inconvenience of that i mean if there are small children in the house or if there are elderly people in the house right i mean who need to have their uh, you know meals on times so they will have a problem so the next slide we are talking about is uh, shipment tracking right so as you can see uh, this is a, a company which has a specialized uh, fleet of for finished vehicles and component transport okay and uh, we have uh, the need for uh, better uh, scheduling forecast higher capacity utilization uh, localized lo localization of damage and cost sa savings to carrier tracking so obviously uh, i think uh, what we are seeing today is uh, logistics i mean although today we might be ordering things online we might be kind of uh, doing a lot of uh, e uh, so called procurement uh, the last mile delivery is always very important right and that is very important in a supply chain so those of us in this meeting today are from the manufacturing business uh, particularly know how important it is for components to be available to make sure that the produce uh, the end product right is able to is be is being delivered at the right time okay so i think uh, you know we should never kind of uh, have uh, uh, an outage okay uh and and therefore you know we need to really kind of ensure that all elements of the supply chain are kind of working perfectly fine more so in the context of a digital supply chain which is very important i think some of us uh, in having already experienced the pain because of this covid uh, outbreak where you know we probably did not have visibility of our stocks we did not have uh, visibility of uh, uh, you know, uh, finished goods available across multi-locational, uh, you know, warehouses within the nation, across countries, and so on. 
because never ever has been all legs of a supply chain become disrupted uh, as it has been this time around of course you know sometimes you have some legs of the supply chain not working but never has it been the case that multiple legs of a supply chain have been almost dysfunctional okay because of covid because you know you are not allowed uh, cross border movement you're not allowed uh, movement of people the only thing that could move was information and those organizations which had integration uh, in place okay probably suffered less than those organizations that did not have integration at all but still those organizations which had integration in place right uh did probably plan for stockpile so i'm sure some of us in this meeting uh, understand what stockpiling is where we basically kind of have some buffer stocks to really kind of take care of contingency situations and stuff like that but never has an organization uh, or a country okay experienced uh, uh, this kind of an environment in recent times so i'm sure uh, you experienced and so did we here in singapore and all other countries there was some products that was not available in the shops uh, for some time because most of these produce were had to come from one po point or another right so again you know in this next slide we're just talking about distribution logistics okay uh, and how you know we are actually kind of connecting uh, multiple uh, you know uh, entities okay the transport management system who's kind of work the logisticians are working with the transport management system and then you have your uh, trading partners who are kind of you know working on EDI and then of course you have merchandise management and stuff like that so i think uh, uh, you know we are uh, we are quite kind of uh, sensitive to this topic and this has become slightly more uh, uh, important for us than ever before uh, because of covid okay uh, so it took covid sometimes to really kind of make us realize the need for digital uh, enablement of services and and integration is as absolutely key to digital okay so integration is like the nervous system the nervous system in a human body okay and uh, you have all your other organs uh, actually kind of uh, you know working because of the central nervous system which uh, is kind of performing in the in the way it's supposed to perform right you cannot see the nervous system right same way you cannot see integration uh, but when things are happening on the ground when a delivery is happening to you at your doorstep when you order pizza hut right there is some integration element that is at work which is making this delivery happen to you at your doorstep right same goes with companies same goes with you know any kind of delivery of a product or service right be it a bank be it a you know manufacturing organization or be it any kind of uh, entity which is kind of you know reaching out a product or service be it a commercial organization or a non commercial organization so in this picture that you see right now this is a very famous chocolate manufacturer i'm sure all of you have had these chocolates i'm very sure right so this is uh, actually like uh, connecting uh, you know their logistics provider right uh, to the factory so that you know there is absolutely uh, you know an end to end uh, you know uh, response capability that is available and and of course you know there is the ability to kind of deal with volumes like for example during hari raya time 
or do you, during Christmas time, you know, suddenly there is a lot of volume uh, or orders for, uh, you know, chocolates and things like that because people kind of want to kind of, you know, gift, make gifts or consume it or whatever. But again, you know, there must be the ability to kind of, you know, uh, have good connections with your trading partners so that things can be reached in a proper manner. Yeah. So this is a food manufacturer, as you can see. Okay, it's a uh, it's got uh, close to about 500 million euro in revenues. Okay, uh, fairly old, close to over 100 year old company. Okay, and it's doing quite well. So yeah, so I think we should go to the next slide now, Pa. So uh, as you can see, uh, there is a lot of uh, uh, connectivity. Uh, with uh, between diverse divisions uh, in a supply chain, right? Uh, so you have, uh, this is a case of uh, independent family business uh, for reliable and flexible transport and uh, logistic services. So as I mentioned before, uh, you know, let us never forget that in a digital supply chain, okay, uh, there is a need for physical delivery as well, right? So the last mile delivery is absolutely critical. So many a time you might have experienced in the airport, right? Uh, you know, everything works well, right? From the time you checked in to the time you basically kind of, uh, you know, went past uh, passport control and then you end up waiting at the luggage belt. And sometimes you end up waiting at the luggage belt for almost like 30 minutes, 40 minutes or one hour or even longer. And that kind of, you know, starts uh, you know, getting you to feel frustrated and the whole uh, good experience that you had with the journey from the time you checked in uh, in, uh, uh, let us say, uh, uh, Brisbane and you came to uh, Kuala Lumpur, right? Or Jakarta or Singapore or wherever, right? I mean, if you did not get your bag on time and you have to wait for a long, long time, you know, that whole experience of uh, having a good journey disappears completely so it is therefore very important to really address this last mile uh, delivery issue in a in a in a supply chain context and particularly when there's a product or a service uh, that is being delivered because that actually defines customer experience and customer satisfaction and uh, it is like the end to end that really matters yeah so in the next slide, uh, you will find uh, a classic case. I, I know uh, Jakarta, Indonesia has many, uh, you know, SAP customers. So just to let you know, Seaburger uh, is a company which has a very close cooperation with SAP. Uh, SAP actually OEMs Seaburger uh, uh, business integration suite, right? And uh, uh, in fact, right now we are doing a rollout at IKEA in the region. But uh, this uh, presentation is more about telling you about uh, how you need, really need to basically kind of uh, uh, use uh, technology to integrate even, uh, you know, uh, very kind of uh, famous and uh, powerful, uh, uh, you know, ERP systems like uh, SAP. Okay. So, uh, we now address the warehouse part. So if you remember uh, back to the slide that we discussed before, we're talking about production logistics, we're talking about distribution logistics, we're talking about warehouse logistics, 
and we were talking about iot in logistics okay so specific to warehouse uh, logistics again i think uh, you know you can see very clearly right that uh, you know there are systems and of course this can be sap or any other erp system right it doesn't have to necessarily be erp uh, the sap system it could be any any erp system okay so you still need to really kind of have uh, you know a lot or and lot of integration okay between your order management systems between your uh, decentralized encampments and also with your uh, sap system right and not all of them uh, could be from one single vendor right and it can be like multi locational it can be multi uh, so called uh, uh, you know organization and so on so you really need to really uh, address uh, you know uh, the ability to kind of integrate all these in a seamless fashion okay so uh, i think we are uh, going to start doing a little bit of fast tracking now because i can see it's already uh, 8:20 and we're supposed to end at 8:30 so uh, this is the need for a stable integration platform that is being uh, uh, you know uh, uh shared the success story is being shared or a case study is being shared okay so this is like a clo clothing manufacturer right uh which has many many uh points of sale uh in the world including an online shop okay and uh of course you know as you know for clothing okay it's all very seasonal okay so the fashions keep changing so sometimes you may find that uh you know some uh, clothing is available or apparel is available let's say in hong kong i mean earlier in asia like hong kong was seen seen like a fashion uh, capital right so you could find some you know latest uh, apparel in hong kong and uh, you could not find them in stores in other uh, countries uh, in in the region and slowly then you know you find let's say 3 months later the same apparel which was available in hong kong is available uh, in let's say singapore or in uh, jakarta or kl or bangkok right so they keep kind of doing this type of uh, you know uh, planning <clears throat> to make sure that you know they have good so called uh, movement of goods right and uh, they also have the ability to really kind of keep their supply chain going to to make sure that uh, you know uh, consumers are able to kind of get the kind uh, the nature of uh, goods or produce that they want correct of course you know all this has actually become quite different because of covid but we are talking about uh, you know not necessarily uh, covid times as i can call it that because in the covid times i think we've already said before that uh, we have experienced a lot of uh, stockouts we have experienced a lot of shortages we have experienced products not being available even online deliveries have been fairly kind of delayed because you know of uh, physical movement of goods being impaired because of border movement and stuff like that and and of course you know uh, sometimes uh, I, I i can i can tell you for sure between uh, singapore and uh, uh, malaysia because you know when the borders were closed we had a lot of uh, uh, you know uh, situations where uh, produce could not be easily found uh, in the stores right 
So, uh, but then again, you know, there were very quick remedial measures that were taken to make sure that, you know, none of the, so I, I could probably not find it in my store where I used to go. I had to go to another store, let's say uh, two kilometers down the road and I could find it that, right? So same goes with uh, products as well. So uh, I think, uh, you know, in this example of the fashion retailer, you saw, okay, uh, the, the dispatch of online orders from the web shop or from the warehouse to the connected stores and uh, the diverse uh, assortment for customers and optimal use of entire inventory. I mean, this is something that we said when we talk, spoke of how fashion was changing country to country and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm sure all of you are familiar with Omnichannel. That is something which is very kind of common today. Okay, you can order online, you can choose to either pick up the product from the store or you can ask them to kind of deliver the product to you, uh, you know, at your doorstep, whichever form of delivery is more convenient to you, right? So I think, uh, you know, uh, what is really common uh, as you can probably start experiencing today is the fact that all these entities, okay, whether they are within your company or outside your company, if you are dealing with them, you have to have very strong collaboration, communication, okay? Uh, and uh, the connect, communicate, collaborate element is, is, is actually enabled by uh, integration technology, okay? That you probably already have or you need to acquire or you need to consolidate or you need to modernize. One of the few things, okay? So uh, the added value now, as you can see from integration technology uh, is basically this, right? You basically have a integration uh, foundation, which is enabling you to address all your, uh, you know, systems, be it internal systems in the organization or be it external systems. Okay. It doesn't matter. It is an extended supply chain, right? Extended enterprise. So today we are in an era where no company, big or small, can manage things by themselves. So they have dependencies on external uh, entities or trading partners, as we call it in our uh, jargon, right? So you can imagine, again, I go back to the an example of a car, okay? A car manufacturer obviously kind of buys wipers, headlights, batteries, tires from a lot of suppliers, steering wheels from a lot of suppliers. So can you imagine a situation where the 20 cars are ready, but they cannot be delivered because they ran out of, they have a stock out of wipers. So they cannot ship out cars, right? Without wipers. So you can just imagine what is the cost of a wiper and what is the cost of a car? So if 20 cars have to be in the production line, in the manufacturing floor, okay? And they cannot be shipped out for quality control and eventually to the dealer. Can you imagine how much of finished goods inventory, near finished goods inventory is stuck on the floor, right? For want of a wiper? A wiper probably costs maybe less than 2% of the total value of the car, right? But then the entire lot of cars is basically stuck in the shop floor, okay? manufacturing floor and 
of course the company is kind of you know uh, incurring a lot of costs inventory costs but at the same time please remember that if you have promised the delivery of these cars to your dealer on july 19 right and the dealer in turn has made a commitment to the buyer of the car that please come to my showroom on july 19 and you drive away with your car just imagine the whole family reaches the show showroom right and then the dealer gives him the gives them the bad news that hey we don't have the car right so it's a very kind of disappointing uh, situation the customers become very unhappy and it's they they start kind of uh, you know saying that hey did i do the right thing by ordering this car on the other hand the positive experience would be if let us say this car was delivered on the promised date of delivery right which basically means that the manufacturing manufacturer of the car had got everything sorted out meaning he knew that there is going to be covid right or he knew that we we can have some potential problem so he said okay normally i stock okay 200 uh, wipers this time i will stock 700 wipers okay and he is able to really kind of push out all the cars okay in a timely manner so everyone is happy right and it also affects uh, you know customer experience of course but it also affects the image of the dealer it affects the image of the manufacturer and of course of the brand as well of the car brand as well so this is very important so basically as you can see here okay these are some of our last slides now uh, as you can see here okay integration is absolutely very critical particularly in the context of a digital supply chain and a digital supply chain as we mentioned when we when we spoke of what do we understand as digitalization in the very first uh, slide of our presentation we now know that it is very important for all entities okay in a supply chain to be able to connect communicate and collaborate in a manner that they expect themselves to do or they are tasked to do and that is enabled by a very strong integration foundation okay that is enabled by technology and the integration foundation should be agile it should be able to really kind of address your requirements of performance reliability availability and scalability and at the same time it should be able to kind of include new technology elements that can come up in the future for example 10 years ago we iot was not really uh, something spoken of even okay but now iot is becoming more and more you know uh, everyday jargon or everyday uh, usage okay so how does the integration technology that you buy today or you have today grow or have the ability to adopt new capabilities new technologies that can come up into the future so that is something that you want to be kind of aware of so i think uh, you know uh, i would also invite you all to attend a a webinar that we are doing maybe some of you who are right now seeing this slide on your screen you can probably take a picture of this and uh, you can find out more details about this event we are running this event on the 28th of july okay uh, at at 3 pm jakarta time okay so we will have uh, 
participants from uh, various countries in this region attendees okay this can be something very interesting for you because this can this event will involve people from the financial uh, sector so as you will see in the next slide right you will see that in the, the there is a panel discussion which is the main part of this uh, supply chain uh, webinar digital supply financial supply chain webinar where people will talk to you about inventory financing how can you basically kind of have an efficient supply chain i i noticed that when we were playing the game in the uh, beginning of the meeting today we saw there was an element of cost somebody put up there was a uh, somebody said money somebody said efficiency right so this event is going to be uh, having the participation of the head of uh, trade finance from standard chartered bank and executives from uh, greensill and falcon group you can google these companies and these these people are also uh, former executives uh, of standard chartered bank right who have been in the trade finance function right and uh, they will be able to tell uh, you experiences and ways and means by which you can do inventory financing by which you can basically kind of you know reduce the cost of inventory holding how you can basically kind of you know be able to address okay your inventory uh, carrying costs or your trade finance uh, in a more kind of uh, efficient manner and that becomes very important for you for multiple reasons including the fact that you are able to control your costs because at the end of the day the cost of the product right is determined uh, is 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 always determining the selling price as well right so if you are able to really kind of maintain the cost of your product today right uh, and particularly in today's uh, time okay you may also try to get some new customers okay uh because please bear in mind that all companies today are facing uh some challenge or the other so there is no company which has not faced a challenge or which is not facing a challenge okay and every company is trying to contain costs today particularly during covid times because you know economies are strained right now economies are stressed of course all governments are really doing their utmost and very best to support businesses to support citizens in some form or the other to to cope with the challenge but again you know there are ways and means by which you can very efficiently kind of do uh you know uh, your business so this this event will be very interesting for supply chain people for uh, people uh in the procurement function for people in the finance function for coos ceos and of course you know people from the it function because uh, i think uh, we will be doing a very fine blend of it technology supply chain trade finance and concepts like that so please do try to uh, you know uh, make time to attend this this is at a convenient time 3 pm on uh, uh, 28th of july jakarta time so i think we have almost come to the end of of the presentation now i'm sorry i have taken 5 minutes more so thank you very much uh, for your attention and i hope you found the information interesting and useful 
so i would uh, now end my presentation but before that i wish you all to to stay safe and to say say stay healthy uh, during this time so thank you very much for your time okay thank you for the presentation pak guru and you, uh, yeah uh, i think we can we can do the question and answer although we already uh, more than one hour how about uh, 30 minutes pak So we can yeah, stop can, in nine uh, o'clock, Jakarta time. Can can can. No okay, problem. so yeah. we can have a question and answer. Uh, there are several questions from our friend already, pa, in the chatting in the channel. You can ah, see also okay. in the YouTube channel. And, okay. Uh, okay, there's a, a lot in here, pa. Uh, I think uh, people are eager to know more about uh, the presentation from you, yeah, pa. <laughs> ah, okay. Okay. Okay, so which one you want to discuss it first, Pak? Um, let's see, yeah. Uh, we go to the top in here. Okay, good uh-huh. evening. Yeah, and then, yeah, from Pak Jason Kurniawan, Pak. Hello, I don't mind. Uh, yeah, music. Okay, yeah, music already um, decreased. Okay, uh, there's a question from Pak Jason Kurniawan, Pak. Um, at the yeah. slide of integration in logistic, why did I thought it like ERP? I think it's um, quite different, yeah, from from the slide. Uh, that... uh, okay, so so uh, uh, I'm, uh, if I understand your question right, uh, hello, if you don't mind, okay, okay. Uh, at the slide integration in logistics, why did I thought it is alike ERP? Okay, so so okay, you see the ERP system, right, is is basically like the heart and soul of any organization as you can tell right i think it is there in every organization a big or small okay and logistics uh, either uh, is in house or it is external okay so if you have uh, in house logistics uh, uh, function or a division right you obviously will have some internal systems or your erp system uh, you know uh, has got uh, you know the ability to address uh, logistics as well Okay, but usually what you will find is that uh, the logistics, uh, you know, uh, function uh, is actually you could probably have like a third-party logistic or it's like an outsourced uh, function, right? So your system needs to really kind of interact with uh, the system which probably does not belong to your uh, to your uh, uh, enterprise, right? So your ERP system then needs to be able to kind of integrate and connect with that uh, system, which is external to your organization, but uh, in a manner as if, you know, it belongs to you. But at the same time, there has to be like, you know, data integrity, data sovereignty, and all those aspects to be addressed as well. So if you if you see today, uh, I mean, I'll give you a very simple example of like Pizza Hut, right? So if you're ordering a Pizza Hut, right, from, let us say, Gojek mm-hmm. food, right? So Gojek food uh, basically must be connected to Pizza Hut. I'm giving a very kind of, you know, simplistic uh, example here, right? So whenever your order, right, has uh, come to Pizza Hut, right, and assuming that the ordering system is within Pizza Hut itself, they will need to basically kind of accept your order, 
right? By confirming that you know the payment is okay, right? And then of course the customer will sometimes ask, hey, what is my order number? And can you please tell me what time is my order going to come, right? What mm -hmm. time my order will be delivered? So, th so this company, Pizza Hut, should have the ability to share that information with the uh, customer, right? Who is ordering. But at the same time, please bear in mind that Pizza Hut is physically not doing the delivery. They have a they have a trading partner. They have another relationship with another company who is basically getting that order in real near in real time. Okay, or this ability, this company is able to see when that person can deliver, when that company can deliver the order. Same happens when you order furniture, right? When you're ordering furniture from courts or whichever IKEA or whatever, right? That guy asks you, when do you want the delivery? I mean, I have these slots available. And he is actually able to see as the information available from his logistic partner, right? So yeah, you're right to say that, uh, you know, it, it's all like integrated and it is it is something uh, quite akin. Yeah. 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 It's, um, uh, if we can see, we can say uh, the BIS that you mentioned before is like a middleware. Yeah, Pak? yeah it is like middleware. Yeah, That's correct. from yes. the ERP yes. and then for the yes. external companies. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. That's and right. And the next question from Pak Jason as well, Pak, uh, about the cost. Yeah, if the implementation of ERP, and then uh, he asking about the cost because uh, you know during the COVID nineteen pandemic in here, the cost would um, impact the company cash cash flow. Do you have any comment about the cost, Pak? Because uh, he mentioned that probably the ERP system might increase the cost for the company. Okay. De definitely definitely there is a cost element for everything right for sure okay and there are now very kind of efficient means available today okay so for example today i think uh, what we are also seeing uh, you know in our it industry and i also speak for seaburger alone what i'm seeing in the it industry also is that a lot of organizations are moving towards cloud right so I'm, I'm sure you understand cloud. Cloud allows you to basically kind of uh, uh, have the services of technology available, right? Uh, by not having to kind of make capital investments in uh, technology as you would do. So you don't own the, the technology, but you are able to kind of, you know, use the technology, okay, uh, by entering into a service agreement for x number of years and that comes out as a as a more economical uh, you know approach to uh, you know uh, project uh, financing or project funding right mm -hmm. but of course i think uh, you know you you must you must always look at it from a total cost of ownership okay so of when you are looking at price of course there are two elements of the price so you see like oh this is like you know let's say fifty thousand dollars okay but what is the advantage you are getting out of this fifty thousand dollars the benefit the return on benefit you have to do that e example so let us say you invested one million dollars i'm just taking an example and because of that one million dollar you are able to you are able to save half a million dollar i'm just taking an example okay it may not be half a million dollar. You may save like a quarter million dollars. Is it a good investment? Yeah. 
maybe yes if you are investing that kind of money okay and you are getting bigger market share right so it is increase helping you increase your sales uh, you know uh, achievement right is it a good thing uh, for you so you have to basically kind of do a very close uh, investigation of the project that you want to do and to see as to what is the return on investment that this is providing you and you should see that over a period of time let's say like 3 years 4 years whatever it is right now of course you know one one approach is to say that hey i'm not going to do anything because it's covid times i don't have money and this and that stuff like that and that's where i say you know this presentation uh, the webinar that we are doing on the 28th of uh, of uh, july where you know we are going to have these uh, people from the financial services sector who are basically going to t- tell you as to how there are innovative uh, ways available to yeah. do trade financing and stuff like that that can be very kind of useful okay mm-hmm. not just for investment uh, in technology per se that's got nothing to do with investment in technology that's focusing more on you know how you can invest or, or do your business in a more profitable manner by uh, financing trade right so Mm-hmm. uh to answer your question yes pa there is going to be a uh, cost element for sure but you must look at it from the total cost of ownership mm-hmm. there are options and alternatives available today which yes. you must carefully evaluate and consider and see what is best in your uh, current situation yeah 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 i hope it it will answer pa okay the next question is from pa bangsawan good evening good evening pa bangsawan And then the, there are uh, two questions, uh, Pak Guru. The question number one yeah. is, in your opinion, how effective machine learning techniques can become progressively more accurate to predict consumer demand? And then the second question is, to succeed in implementing ERP, what is the company needs to do? Because some companies experiences problem or perhaps barrier. Okay, maybe uh, you can answer those questions. Yeah, these are very, very uh, interesting and very relevant and uh, very good uh, questions. Thank you, Pak. Bang Sawan. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, so I, of course, like machine learning is uh, something relatively kind of new and uh, it is basically kind of, you know, going to give us a lot of advantage as we kind of, uh, you know, progress further into the future with new so-called developments in machine learning as well. Okay. And and I mean I may I may look I'm I'm not a specialist or an expert but I can just give you my personal view on this. So I think all of us have kind of uh, used uh, you know uh, optical character recognition, right? OCR. Okay. So OCR basically the recognition rates uh, have been varied over time. Okay. So as you saw when before. Uh, you know the recognition rate was not so very good but gradually the recognition rate has become more and more uh, so called accurate okay but of course you know there will be there will be the expertise of uh, of uh, you know you and me as as professionals and human beings to interpret uh, interpret data and to be able to really kind of you know make some considered decisions and not allow the machine to make uh, strategic uh, decisions right i mean uh, 
there will still be a need for you and me to really interact with the data right and basically kind of interpret the data which the machine is giving i mean it is just like uh, what we find in aeroplanes today right so in aeroplanes as you know today we have uh, pilots and there are a lot of systems so it's all computerized right so the expertise of a pilot really comes in in terms of landing and takeoff right and after that you know uh, all the systems are kind of uh, completely kind of uh, automated and it is the responsibility of the pilot and the uh, the co-pilot and the uh, and the crew in the cockpit to basically keep monitoring all the gauges and the meters and indicators that they have to see that things are going on fine and that sometimes okay the information that is coming up is also accurate so i think we are familiar with the two recent uh, boeing air crashes that happens right and that happened remember because the the data that came out was incorrect right so the pilot was not able to really kind of uh, uh, make decisions based on the data and by the time he realized that the output of the data was inaccurate it was already too late so i think it happened in jakarta right the boeing crash so so i think we as professionals as human beings will definitely be needed all the while okay we cannot 100% you know uh say that okay you know i will just not do anything and uh, you know i will just depend on the consumer demand to be uh, interpreted by uh, the machine and based on that i will kind of uh, do my planning because there are some dynamic situations as well right and uh, the dynamic situations are something that are best handled with experienced professionals yeah so that a, was to answer human touch human touch as yes, well eh? <laughs> the human element the human yeah, yeah. element we cannot we cannot remove that okay? yes mm. I, i that is my personal view we cannot just eliminate that and the second one you are saying to succeed in implementing erp what does the company need to do and companies are experiencing problems sometimes and barriers okay so so first of all okay let's first agree that technology is not a solution to all problems okay so although i represent a technology company i have been in this trade for almost like 30 over years i have seen a lot of companies uh succeed and have seen quite a number of projects uh, not succeed as well okay but what i have seen uh, when it is a success is the fact that the company's leadership the company's uh, 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 approach to uh, problem solving or to basically kind of uh, discussing business problems has been at the forefront right and then they have seen what is the kind of involvement technology can play or cannot play it is not the other way around so if you are just going to buy technology for the sake of it because my neighbor bought it the neighboring company bought it or like it's a fashion statement it is not the right thing to do in my view right because you will not benefit from the technology yes the salesman of the technology company will be happy because you gave him an order but that doesn't help because he will not make a sale okay with the company who would eventually not be happy with what they have bought so it is not good for a company to sell and basically walk away because that doesn't help 
so it is important therefore to have a very close uh, you know cooperation between various functions within the organization and also choose a technology partner who can be an advisor or a participant or a partner to your business strategy right and who can tell you that hey listen my technology cannot do this job okay so you know my technology can do only this and if you want to kind of uh, in, do uh, if your business requirement is for this aspect of the technology uh, to be done this is this is done by some other company i mean there should be truth and truthful and honest enough to say that right so we have to work in relationship and partnership so this can basically do risk mitigation and it will also exceed it can help ex, uh, exceed the chances of your project being a success yeah okay yeah i hope that's a real answer um and then the next question is from pak fajaris in the current pandemic situation most consumer decrease their demand how digital supply chain able to eliminate negative impact for example low inventory turnover flexibility to rebalance supply and demand and then the second question is in the sourcing side how to engage one company who already possess digital supply chain capability with vendors that has not implement digital supply chain or very beginning to implement Yeah. Any comment about this, Pak? Yeah. So, so this, uh, this okay, Pak uh, Pajarish. This is also some very, very important and interesting uh, thoughts and questions that you have uh, said. So, so as I said, okay, uh, the the digital supply chain, right? I mean, uh, basically allows you to have complete visibility, right? of what is happening in your extended supply chain within your enterprise or your extended enterprise okay so i i give you the example i think all of us have have seen the star wars movies right star wars yeah so if you if you see the if you remember in the star wars movies you had this command control center where you had a lot of monitors right and they are able to kind of see everything that is happening uh right across and they were able to kind of make decisions okay so a digital supply chain also allows you to do that right so today if you have a multi locational business right and if you have a multi locational uh, warehousing uh capability or multi locational uh, so called manufacturing uh, environment right how how does anybody in at 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 a executive level right with the kind of responsibilities that he or she has have the full visibility in in real time as to what is happening across five centers of his organization right and i can tell you what has happened today is that a lot of organizations failed right to uh basically uh foresee the problem of them being able to have you know uh, this type of information available and they did not prepare themselves right as an organization to experience okay the environment that we are experiencing today so there is lockdown people cannot go to the offices people cannot go to the houses some people cannot even access their internal systems from their their house 
right? I mean, there are organizations. I have heard of some organizations in the manufacturing business, okay? Because they could not, they could not access the system. I mean, it was so basic like that, right? So, of course, what has happened is that uh, this has given a realization to all kind of companies, right? As to what they must be prepared for. And sadly, this difficult experience has allowed organizations to wake up to the new reality and to prepare themselves for such consequences. So in your question, you have asked, most cons cons consumer decrease their demand. So how supply chain is able to enable negative impact, low inventory turnover? Yes. So demand forecasting is actually very important, right? So how does, how does, uh, you know, how, ef how efficiently, uh, you know, the demand forecasting uh, is done uh, and uh, that uh, that again basically will influence okay the movement across multiple centers and you know inventory uh, preparedness right so I think if there are existing kind of uh, you know uh, models uh, that's well and good they probably are relevant or they have to be kind of uh, fine-tuned or they really need to very quickly, Kind of you know include capability in the organization either by way of technology or other resources people may be right the right type of people for example if there is a fire right god forbid if there is a fire in a building okay you want firefighters you don't want uh, carpenters you don't want barbers you don't want uh, electricians you need to have specific skilled people okay in a war, you need to have army, prepared army to go and fight the enemy. So you cannot bring, you know, Boy Scouts and, you know, people who do, uh, you know, exercises to go and fight the army. So you need to have very specific, specialized resources, be it people, be it technology, be it uh, knowledge uh, resources to be able to kind of fight, fight the battle. And no battle is so big that cannot be won. Okay, it just means that you need to prepare yourself to really kind of fight the battle. Yeah, hmm. that was your first question, right? And the second question was how to engage one company who already possess, uh, who already possess uh, the digital, digital supply, supply chain. chain capability with vendors that has not implemented digital supply chain or very. It's okay. I think, I think, look, there's always a start. Okay. And I think the, the second question is related with the Pak Abi Prasiti as well, Pak. And then, the, yeah, yeah exactly. because the question from Pak Abi is, uh, what is the step to shifting to digital supply chain for existing company who run based on manual supply chain? And what is the estimation of the cost? Yeah, maybe it's uh, quite yeah. similar, yeah, but you can answer yeah, both. These are kind of related, but, but again, you know, I think, I think, uh, firstly, I think, uh, please, again, I repeat myself, please do not try to, uh, you know, embark on a digital supply chain journey because it is fashionable to do that or, okay, some other company is doing it, okay? Digital is nothing great. Right. I mean, digital is something like we said in the definition itself. OK, we are basically need to understand what is it? What is the kind of organizational problems we are experiencing today? OK, and what is it that we what could we have done 
so that we did not experience those problems. So these are questions that will help answer, provide answers, which can become a very useful input in your development of a supply chain strategy, right? A supply chain strategy has to be there and then you can make it digital, right? So a digital supply chain strategy definitely requires you, first of all, to put the digital aspect away and start thinking about what is it that you are experiencing today? Why is it that you are experiencing today? How could you have prevented uh, yourself from experiencing what you are experiencing today? That would give you answers automatically to what you should be doing. And then you should say that, okay, fine. If I needed to do this, what do I need? And maybe somewhere the digital or the technology element will come, right? Mm -hmm. So. Please don't approach everything from a technology standpoint. Like I said, technology can solve only 20% of your problem. 80% of the problem of your problem is solved by non-technology uh, aspects. Okay, so this must be very very clear, right? So please don't think that uh, technology can solve all your problems. No, that is not true. Okay, I mean, I have been in this trade long enough. And I can tell you as a person in this trade and technology uh, sales, okay, a lot of people try to kind of, you know, tell you that, oh, you use this technology and, you know, it's like a magic wand and, you know, all your problems will vanish. That is not true. Okay. You have to work closely internally first with your stakeholders. Okay. Understand, get a good understanding of the problem statement, understand. Mm -hmm your preparedness and then draw out the plan down to really see what type of capability you need and one of them of course could well be technology and then you can kind of address the technology aspect yeah okay and uh, now is a uh, 9 pm already uh, maybe we can we can answer in the uh, quick look from the question yeah, and uh, for yeah. friend um, we, we can share the uh, presentation material to you if you already yeah, register sure. then uh, we will email to to you yeah but if you are not registered yet then uh, you can fill in the form that already circulated in the whatsapp group or in the uh, social media okay and uh, yeah Pak Bangsawan if you want to get the uh, material for of the slide then uh, you have to fill in the form I will send the form to your email as well yeah Oke, okay, uh, Pak Trihartanto. Hai Pak, good evening. Good evening, Pak Trihartanto. For products that's not so often repeat order, such as for research only, need the new product, how to use IoT or machine learning can formulate the forecast. So this is uh, like a new product introduction, Pak. How can machine learning can predict the forecast? Because in the okay. in the manual, maybe they have to like uh, guess, yeah, without doing the uh, statistical forecasting because there are no data. Maybe that is the concern from Pak Hartanto. Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, so, uh, so. Okay, for for new products, obviously, like you know, when organizations are kind of going in for new product, uh, uh, you know introduction or manufacturing or offering right they would have done like a, a business plan right and the business plan 
would have obviously some uh, uh, you know aspect that would address you know the the way they have actually mm-hmm. uh, identified the market size right the market demand right and of course their decision to really kind of include this product must must be because they foresee that there is going to be a demand for this particular product okay in some time scale uh, that they envisage right so obviously i if i have understood your question correctly for new products right uh, they would uh not have the ability to work with data in their context right so let's assume that they are having a product and the product could be like the first time in the world okay or it could be a product which has already been uh, done by another vendor okay uh and there's not many vendors for that product there's only one other vendor who's done that product so they can get some reference point from that uh uh from that vendor's uh, business right the data from that vendor's business as to what type of products they have what is the type mm-hmm. of uh, you know uh volumes that they are ship- shipping yes. and things like that what are the kind of experiences that they are having so you can kind of get some information in a proper legal manner mm-hmm. right uh about that and then you can do a market survey like for example i can i can very quickly give you an example of tesla for example right tesla is one of a kind of the kind of products that they do so when they started their business they were the first uh to go to market with that type of uh, car right and they did not have any so called data to really kind of work on uh, or based on some other company who had an, and done some kind of uh, similar business so they did a survey of the market they did basically kind of you know market picked up market intelligence customer buying behavior and they envisaged okay what type of uh, market uh, size that they would have and what type of capability they would have to build to address that market size right so that is where like the experience comes into the picture and obviously like you know iot and logist uh, machine learning and all comes in much later correct yeah 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 and uh, reminder to all of our friend um, pak guru will join the whatsapp group yeah okay ya yeah, pak for one week so yes. yeah become the source of information about the topic we talking about tonight so right. I try. if yes. you want to join the study group we call this study group because we only active on 7 pm to 9 pm in whatsapp group so if you have any questions you can join the whatsapp group ya yeah? we discuss a lot and then pak guru will be the source of information for one week in the whatsapp group you can uh, fill the form that we already circulated and then tick Yes, you want to join the study group. Okay. Uh, we have three more questions, Pak Guru. Uh, I think uh, we can answer this fast because we already yes, uh, yes. more than nine o'clock. Uh, from Pak Krisnov, what is the real world difficulties implementing this integration, especially in developing countries? Okay. So, Pak uh, Krisnov, uh, okay, the, the real world difficulties that I can kind of, uh, 
you know, share with you based on uh, my experience is that a lot of organizations, uh, you know, uh, try to, uh, you know, do this in a very hurried manner, right? Without a careful thought of what exactly they are trying to achieve, okay? And uh, sometimes I find that uh, organizations are a little bit, uh, if I can use the word, uh, you know, not so very, uh, you know, uh, comfortable in sharing information, okay? Uh, which also kind of poses a problem, okay? So there are two types of challenges that uh, I have encountered personally, and I think what is commonly found there are some organizations which wants to do everything, right? They, they want to achieve so much over like a short period of time, right? Which is obviously like something which is uh, not practical and not doable. Again, I go back to the fact that it is very important to really kind of describe the, the, the needs or the, the business issues okay which are defining or dictating okay the need for integration okay and once the business issues are clear the use cases are clear i think it is important for an organization to really have a clarity with all the stakeholders in an organization okay so, because technology is not just a cio's uh, problem technology is always an enabler okay it is not a solution Okay, there is a business problem. Okay, you need to basically kind of address the business problem through a combination of technology and non-technology uh, solutions. So both have to be addressed simultaneously. So you cannot power a bullet cart with a motor and expect the bullet cart to run faster, right? I know it's a very, very kind of crude example, but what I'm trying to say is that we should never assume that technology is a panacea for all problems. It is not, because as at the risk of repeating myself, technology only addresses 20%, is a 20% of the solution to a problem. 80% hmm. are, you know, non-technology uh, related, uh, you know, uh, effort to solve problems. So. Yeah. Sometimes we find that uh, in the developing countries, uh, we would probably have a deficit of resources, okay, uh, skilled resources, uh, which uh, could be a challenge, right? Uh, or sometimes we have resources uh, which are, which think that they are ready to do, but they don't have the experience or the depth, okay? Uh, so it's like, you know, somebody runs a hundred meter race and they think that they can run a marathon, right? These are two different ball games. So always experience matters, related experience matters. So the, the experience is like the cuts and bruises that one has, which he basically brings to the table uh, in, a, in a team, which makes sure that the team members don't suffer the same thing over and over again, because this person already experienced it. And he says, don't touch fire, you will get burned, okay? But the person who hasn't got that experience will go and touch the fire and get burned. Mm -hmm. So these are some challenges we find commonly in the developing countries where people sometimes become a little bit overconfident and they try to basically kind of do things on their own, particularly in the technology sector, because we find a lot of 
you know people who are very very smart very very clever very very intelligent okay but they don't have enough experience right but they think that yeah you know i can do it all and obviously like you know sometimes they succeed sometimes they fail but again you know uh there is there is something that they need to watch out for yeah yeah Yeah, I think this is uh, related to the next question from Pak Suryo Prasetya ya, Pak. About the uh, security. Is this integration and connectivity to outside parties will it vulnerable to cyber attack? Okay. So so anything a- anything in the planet, right? I mean uh, is subject to cyber uh, is subject to attack, mm-hmm. right? For example, you know, uh, in the housing estate where all of us are, I mean, of course, we have a security and this and that and all that stuff, right? But yes, there can be, there could be an attack, and that is, that is something which we must understand that there is nothing in the planet, nowhere in the world, okay, mm-hmm. which is not susceptible to some kind of an attack. But what is important is to be able to foresee. that and to be able to plan ahead mm. so of course you can make like for example in my house i can kind of create like a very very uh, strong security system mm. right which costs me substantial let's assume it cost me a million dollars but is it worthwhile right mm. i mean I, i'm just living in an apartment who will come here i just have a i have a iron door iron gate and a lock which i lock it inside and you know there's like i subscribe to a, a service which is got uh, 24 hour surveillance and that's good enough for me right but i have found some apartments you know they have like these kind of uh, uh technology which kind of you know gives a beep when there is somebody at like one foot distance or something like this right it is their personal choice i'm don't say no i'm not going to stand in judgment of what is right or what is wrong because that doesn't i have no right to do that but it is a matter of personal comfort so yes whenever we are looking at something which is automated or electronic or online right they it is always susceptible to attacks yeah. and there is always provision done to secure uh, the infrastructure from such attacks so for example you saw recently the twitter got hacked right i think yesterday or day before if you remember Twitter has got hacked. So all these famous personalities, Obama's account and somebody X Y Z, the who's who of the world, some of their uh, personal accounts is hacked, and you know somebody has been sending messages and stuff like that, right? So obviously, like Twitter, I, I could say did not anticipate this, or they had some holes in their software, right? Which which some hacker has been able to kind of penetrate. So mm-hmm. definitely the it is important that any product or company that you select or choose must be conforming to international standards right and must have got the relevant kind of experience in your uh, domain okay uh, to have had uh, mm-hmm. satisfactorily provided services which can uh, comfort you that yes these guys have been there done that before okay so mm-hmm. 
I will not say that they are not susceptible to attack because that is not true. Anything will be susceptible to our attack, but they can always be secured. So yeah. we don't have to fear uh, that, okay, if I did this uh, digital supply chain or if I kind of did this uh, uh, IoT or whatever, right? I mean, there is a risk of uh, being attacked. So that can be secure. Okay, thank you, Pak. And this is the last question from Pak Tri Hartanto. Yeah. Uh, in your opinion, invest in digitalization, uh, digital supply chain. How much growth can be predicted? Yeah, any comment, Pak? Yeah, I mean, I I, I can I cannot uh, you know give you I can only give you general statements because, like I said, I mean. Uh, this this whole thing let me give you an let me give you an analogy okay <clears throat> this whole thing is like the medical profession where doctors are dealing with you know human bodies right people like you and me with human constitution right so every every situation is unique okay so this has to be researched investigated carefully by capable qualified people whether they are within the organization or outside the organization okay who can make proper assessment of what is needed what is best for the company what should the company do uh, in a progressive manner and who should be involved and what should be the roles and responsibilities of identified stakeholders or people right project owners right and when they work on this type of an exercise the outcome of that exercise can provide okay a very good uh, you know uh, output that can say that if we were to embark on this type of a project okay we can expect the following both in tangible and intangible ways tangible is what you have uh, said right how much growth can be predicted in terms of okay business growth i assume right year on year or whatever right so they can say that okay fine if we embark on this digital exercise in year one we will we will see let's say a five percent reduction in our inventory carrying cost okay which will result potentially in uh, so much of uh, savings and contribute to our profitability or in or the bottom line right so this kind of computation can be done at the same time it can also be said that okay if i did five percent if i were to reduce my inventory holding cost by five percent i can kind of uh, offer my product okay at a price point which is let's say 10 10 points off my current price which can result in an additional sales volume of X, which translate into Y million dollars, which is year on year growth of 5%. So you can do this type of, uh, you know, uh, exercise with the data modeling, right? And you could get some realistic, uh, you know, uh, outcomes with, uh, with, of course, they may not be 100% accurate, but mm -hmm with tolerance levels within the tolerance levels that uh, are acceptable yeah. Mm. yeah i hope i have answered your question yeah but you have to grow it, yeah <laughs> if you implement yeah. the yeah. invest in the digital supply chain you have to calculate 
you have to grow of course yeah, yeah. yes yes you 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 yeah. must i mean otherwise i mean what is why would you want yes. to do that i mean there has to be some benefit i mean there always has to be mm. some uh, gains that of you course. realize out of embarking on such an initiative right? yeah and, okay uh, and those gains can be ta- tangible or intangible mm. or a combination of both Yeah. Okay, Pak. And that is the last questions. And they are uh, thank you for you, Pak, from Pak Pak Hajaris. Uh, thank you, Pak Guru, for the answer. And glad thank to you. hear that you will be part of WhatsApp group. Okay, in WhatsApp Actually. group you have to speak in English for one week, yeah, because Pak Guru in there. <laughs> <laughs> and then thank you uh, from Pak Jason as well, Pak. And then from Claudine, yeah. there is a comment, Pak. Digitalization makes dynamic flexibility on industry. Thank you for the comment, uh, Claudine Fas. Yeah. I believe from Philippines, right? And then from Pak Fajaris, thank you as well, Pak Efrata, for arranging this value session. Thank you also, Pak, for joining this session. Okay, Pak Guru, any last comment before we leave? Okay, so so first of all, thank you very much for your time. I know we have exceeded, uh, you know, the time substantially, and uh, you have made the, uh, you know, uh, time and uh, uh, availability for this session on a Sunday evening, which is really very nice and very kind of you. So I again request you to please, uh, you know, uh, mm. go through the link. that i had put earlier in our uh, presentation which uh, displayed the event on july 28 right yes uh, so i will uh, once uh, 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 denny puts me in the whatsapp group i will also include that uh, link yes uh, in okay, the but... uh, sorry the event uh, you know announcement uh, so that it's easy reference for you to register so please get your friends and whosoever you think could be interested it could be people from procurement supply chain finance uh, you know your ceo cfo okay or your colleagues or if you are members of uh, your uh, you know other groups please feel free to share that so it's a free uh, event and uh, it'll be interesting because you have people from standard chartered bank greensill falcon group and these executives are also former managing director and executive director of uh, standard standard chartered who are actually uh, you know uh, panelists yeah. right in the event yeah, yeah. Uh, and there is a continue from our topic last week as well right? because uh, last week we talking about supply chain financing so this is a oh, good yeah and uh, okay. The, your topic on 28th is about the financing in the digital supply chain, right? So this is a uh, very good, and um, I think it flows the information about the supply chain financing. Yeah. Okay, friends, right. don't okay, forget to good. join that event. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good coincidence. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank okay. you, Pak Guru. Uh, okay. Thank you. Good night. Salamat malam and terima kasih again, everyone. Thank you so much for joining and. Uh, Stay safe and stay healthy, and uh, I look forward to joining the WhatsApp group and also meeting you sometime very soon, whenever I'm able to travel to Jakarta. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Maguru. Good you evening. So All right. Yeah, okay. Bye. Good night. Salam malam. Okay. Good night. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank okay. you. Okay, friends. Thank you for joining us tonight, talking about the integration and the digital supply chain. And I'm Efrata. Say, stay healthy and have a good night. And see you again in the next topic and in the next session. Thank you. Goodbye.